Bannon. Cut to. Exterior. Interior. Restaurant. Bar. Club. Day. Night. Action. Welcome, everyone. Thank you for listening. This is the Restaurant Fiction Podcast Media Program. We review every single fictional restaurant, bar, and club in TV and film. If this is the first time you're listening, this is going to be a different type of episode for you. And we recommend you go back to the 80-plus previous episodes to really see what Restaurant Fiction is about. If this is your 81st time listening because good for you. You are one of our awesome fans out there. This is also going to be this is also going to be different from you. So my name is Monis Rose. I am the host of this podcast, and I have never previously really said who I am or what I bring to the table. My former cooking life, my former and my current writing life, and my life in Hollywood and LA, and my passion for all things food, TV, film, and of course, writing. Well, I want to open up the Pandora's box and really share some moments, share some thoughts, share a little memoir, if you will, a little audio memoir, a little audio biography, because, you know, I'm bringing my producer extraordinaire, the fucking badass Chris J. Hudson on board to help me biography this awesome trippy trip. But yeah, bringing some brevity to the host with the most, a little ego boost to this awesome restaurant fiction podcast. We hope you enjoy it. We have a few of these. We hope it works. And if it doesn't, well, then we're just going to scratch them. I'm just going to be that question guy, that reporter, if you will. But until then, here are my thoughts and my little chit-chat with our awesome producer. And here are my thoughts about chat GPT. Yeah, a very topical, little trendy chat. little Yeah. And how they actually help both cooking and writing. Go. All right. So, you know, there's a lot of talk about using ChatGPT and what it can do for creatives, right? How are you using it? Do you think it's cheating? Are you okay using it? Do you think that the robots are going to just write everything and humans aren't needed anymore? What What are your thoughts on using ChatGPT for your creative process? It's 100% Amazing. And the reason why I say that is the way to use, especially for create uh, for creative projects, I only want to speak from creative projects. I only want to speak um, about, especially about cooking and writing. But I mean, we can open the floodgates to other projects as well. But at least focusing on these two, the first rule of thumb is do not use chat GBT as the be all end all. Do not use it as the gospel, the Bible. Mm-hmm. Use it to enhance the experience. Use it to either start the creative process. If you're stuck on something or you feel you have hit that dead end or that roadblock and you don't want to go back, you want to go through, use it to formulate new ideas. How do I personally use ChatGPT? 
especially with cooking. So, and I'm speaking more to the home cooks, but even this could be for professional cooks too, who just have a mental block or a brain fart, or who are even too lazy to go through their plethora of cookbooks for inspiration or ideas. You look at your home kitchen, you go in your pantry, and you see the ingredients you have. And say there's tons of dried goods, but say there's very few. And in my example, let's just say there's very few. And then you say you go to your freezer and you even forget what you have because it's just caked in ice upon ice upon ice. It looks like the ice age in your freezer. And you can barely make out that you have some frozen shrimp from God knows when. Anyway, you go and you then type in chat GBT and you're like, hey, chat GBT. And that's a little too friendly for me. I go look like I'm like demanding. I'm like demanding. I'm not friendly with ChatGPT. You don't have to be friendly. It's a omniscient, not an omniscient, uh, 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 a non-binary. I think that's the right word. A non-binary bot, if you will. So it's not it's not gender specific. So you could be like look, and then you're like, hey, I have, you know, two day old rice. I have some sardines. I have some oranges that are about to go stale, and I have some alphabet pasta. You know, just really random. Like, really, really random. And then you're like, hey, and I also have some frozen shrimp that needs to be thawed. I don't know how old it is. And guess what? I need 10 different recipe ideas using my ingredients, and I need it to serve two people. And then instantly, instantly, it'll give me 10 different ideas using those ingredients. If I like one of them, I could be like, oh, can you extend on that? Can you give me a little more portion sizes or, you know, what portion control and ratios if you want? Um, If you don't like the ideas, you can literally just say, hey, give me 10 more. Or if, say, the ideas that Chat gave you are you feel, say, are a little above your level of cooking, you can be like, hey, I need um, some same ingredients, but just recipes that are a lot more simple, a lot more easy, maybe take 10 minutes or less. Like, I don't have time, maybe take 30 minutes or less. Or if you want to impress somebody and you want to, say, advance your level, you want to turn your home kitchen into a Michelin star kitchen, like, with all due respect, like, then you can be like, hey, I like these are a little too simple and easy. Like elevate my game. I want some Michelin star worthy recipes. And once again, you'll get those over and over again. And then also what what's great with ChatGPT of how I use it and how I recommend other people to use it in terms of cooking is it saves so much time that we are inundated. I think that's the right word. That's the word. Right? Oh, yeah, that's mm-hmm. the word. With amazing and i I just want to preface this amazing food blogs out there Mm -hmm. and and i call them personally i call them mommy blogs because i just (laughs) i feel that all these awesome food blogs are written by amazing women out there the thing though about all of these food blogs is that number one it takes like you're scrolling for what seems like an eternity to actually get to the recipe that's number one Number two is there's so many ads because, yes, these all, all these entrepreneurial women, which are awesome, they need money too and they need clicks and I get that. But for me, it's a nuisance and not even my ad blocker can stop them. 
you know? So it's like, okay, am I to the recipe yet? Like, I don't, I don't, yes, maybe if I have the time, I do care. But right now, I don't have the time and I don't care about all of your failures to make this recipe perfect. I don't have failure. I don't have time for what you did wrong, what you did right, and all the reviews. Mm-hmm. So then ChatGPT, it cuts the noise. It cuts the bullshit. It's like, hey, um, I'm having a Super Bowl party. I need some pretzel bites that are going to feed 80 people with a beer cheese dip. These are the ingredients I have. What can I do? And then boom. Like, I don't have to read a blog. I don't have to go to some Food Network site. I don't have to pay for a subscription. There's no paywall. Right. I mean, it's straight to the point. It's straight to the point. And yeah, if I want a recipe, I will then use it. And it's not going to be perfect. Then you doctor it up to your specifications or what you like. And like, and when you're cooking, like, hmm, okay, like I could use that or you could like substitute that. Like, hey, they said for me to use butter, but I really just, all I have is olive oil. It's still a fat. Let me just use the olive oil. I could do mm-hmm. that, you know, and to just transfer this over to, or like to move over to like writing, use chat GPT the same way. I mean, especially when say like you need to bounce off. Number one is if you need to bounce off ideas with someone, but you don't have that someone and that someone meaning like a creative tribe, a tribe that knows screenwriting, a tribe that knows writing and can really excel in characters and story beats and emotions and stakes and all the different rules and all the different situations. You can use ChatGPT to be like, hey, bounce off ideas. Like I need, I'm writing a sci-fi about mining in the moon and I'm I like I want to put the White Lotus HBO show, but I want to put it on the moon. You know, like give me twenty different ideas of how to make this possible. And then suddenly it's going to spit out like twenty different ideas of how you can put like a White Lotus, you know, on the moon. And yes, these ideas are like an eight-year-old version, right? Mm-hmm. But it at least helps bounce gets the process started. Or if you're stuck, you're. You're creatively stuck, not writer's block stuck, just creatively stuck on, hey, where to go. You can be like, how do I, um, you know, there was just a battle scene. I have a battle scene. So what are different situations to uh, have a solution from this battle? Like millions upon millions of these, you know, goblins and soldiers are dead and all of that. Mm-hmm. But I need now, I need my hero to be the hero and, and stuff like that. And once again, it's the eight-year-old version. Do not use that. But it'll at least be like, hmm, you can look at it and be like, interesting. Cause, and work it like a writer's room. Because like with a writer's room, it's just about bouncing off ideas, throwing stuff to the wall and seeing what sticks. And then if something a little sticks, you can like express it more. Like, hey, tell me more. Or use your own and write something. And when you get a little more idea, then bounce again with ChatGPT. Until you are using your own voice and you're elevating that eight-year-old to the pro level that you are. Right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. You still want to use your own intuition. Always. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And not just rely on it, you know, verbatim. Never rely. Right. Never rely on it because you will, at least it seems like the world knows, you will be called out on it You know, oh, yeah. I mean, because it is an eight-year-old version. Like, don't get me wrong. The eight-year-old version is awesome, but still an eight-year-old. Yeah, and it's in its infancy. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, I mean, you know, I mean, but it, it just will help if 
you're looking at a creative project from, from only one point of view. And usually we are like when I'm in a creative project, I'm always just in the trenches. Like I'm not above the trees. So when I need to like pull back and be like, I just need a different point of view of looking at the situation, looking at the character of looking at whatever's happening. I'd be like, okay, give me 10 different situations. I'm like, Hmm, didn't think of that. Like that's dumb. That's dumb. That that maybe could work still dumb, but at least it's, you know, yeah. Like, (laughs) well, what do you, how do you feel about it? Writing individual lines and pieces of dialogue. Do you feel that that would be going too far down the rabbit hole? Would that be cheating? Would that be, what do you think? Well, once again, like, I don't think at all, like it will present you with the most on the nose piece of dialogue. So like in a visual sense, you could be like, hey, um, hey, chat GPT, I need to show visually that my character, you know, Sid is mad. And then chat GPT will be like, you can show, you know, his brow furrow. You can show him crossing his arms. You could show him tapping his foot repeatedly. And yeah, but at least it gets the process started. But then use then take that and then use like, okay, what are some other ideas? Like take those, but then expand on it. Don't use them. Just expand on them because what ChatGPT is, they're, they're giving you the most basic lines of dialogue. They're giving you the most basic. And in a way, being on the nose, especially for your first draft or your first outline or your second, like... It's okay. Sometimes it, it, it's needed because you need, you need that. But just make a mental note being like, okay, this is on the nose ChatGPT. Make it your own. Make it pro. Always remember that. Like you're 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 doing this creative project. Like you don't want to just be a beginner level. You're a pro level. Like if Mm -hmm. if you're sitting down to do the work, then you are a pro because pros sit down and do the work. Then you need to write like a pro. But even pros sometimes will write the most simplest of lines, and then after many many drafts, like make it better. Okay, make it better. Yeah, yeah. it's it's usually what like easier to make something more complicated or more advanced or polish it as opposed to the reverse, having something that's complicating and trying to make it simpler. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And that's what ChatGPT, it gives you, in a way, it gives you the most simple, the simplest version in a way, as of right now, which is, which is awesome. I mean, it gives you the most cliched version. It gives you the most simplest version. But, you know, especially with a creative project, like when you're especially stuck on something, it helps. It's like, okay, like even when you're reading it, like oh yeah, that like I can see that it's it's using all of this scene from a really dumb movie that I saw, but I get it. Like I get it now. I want to write the better version of that. Great. Yeah. You just have to make sure that you give ChatGPT credit. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Which is using like an algorithm from like ten million different sources from all these cliches and the most yeah. <laughs> But that's how, yeah, that's how I would be using ChatGPT. That's how I do use it. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. That was hard. That was difficult. That was challenging talking about myself. Well, maybe not about myself, but my opinion about something. Opening myself up to the world, to the audience. Hopefully that's just one, which is me. Maybe it's two, which is me, plus I'm going to listen to it again. If there are more, 
Well, then, thank you. We are going to make this an ongoing thing, not consistently, but every once in a while, we're going to drop it like it's hot. Yep, I did say that. And we're going to intersplice these little amuse bushes for our actual real episode. Now, don't you worry. Our next episode is the real deal. It is what Restaurant Fiction is about, why we started it in the first place. We are bringing on the showrunner from scratch. And we are talking about the Italian restaurant featured in the television series. So buckle up. I want to also thank our awesome producer for helping me with these special episodes, Chris J. Hudson. He is online. He is on the Instagram. Hit him up. DM them, slide into the DMs if you have an awesome creative project you want to work with, want to work with him with, work work it out, work with. Anyway, what are we doing here? Well, we're trying to keep it fresh. We're trying to keep it real. And we're always, always keeping it on the flip side. Peace. Exterior, interior, restaurant, bar, club, day, night.